Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you Build need. Build a stunning band website in minutes with Bandzoogle. Go to Bandzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. On YouTube, follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate. How do you, how do you think bands build an audience now? I mean, we we know that they do it on the road, but that's harder and more expensive. And we know they do it on socials, but socials, you know, our algorithms get in the way, et cetera. And there's certainly exceptions like TikTok. If you if you really know that media, you can maybe you know have those viral moments. But you know, I over and over again, I'm looking at you know. And people are asking me, as I'm sure they ask you, whether they're paying you or just asking you, you know, how do I do this? How do I grow my fan base? And it, it's, you know, and then, of course, how do you continue to communicate with them? You know, it's it's it, if if the algorithms are getting in the way of you talking to them on socials, you know, then they're getting in the way and you can't talk to them, even if you're creating as much content as you should be. So it's I'm just you know, I I, I feel for the modern artist, if you will. I always have. And I think in some ways, you know, this with all the stuff that's happening with, you know, privacy and third party data and all that kind of stuff, all the changes that it's just getting harder and harder. I, I hate to be doom and gloom. No, but I'm no. I, I mean, it's it, it, it's a it's a valid question. It's a question I get all the time. Um, and listen, I'm going to give you and our listeners my honest answer. And let me preface this by saying uh, I'm not paid to say this. And I know you are related to bands in town. Uh-huh. So saying all of that, you've got, yes, the algorithms are a bitch. You're not, mm-hmm. you, you can't game the algorithms. You're not going to beat the algorithms. You just got to accept that sad fact that, Two percent of the people who follow you on any social network are probably going to see everything. So you have to have a a strat, an ongoing strategy of every week moving people from these algorithm-based social networks to platforms that are not algorithm-based or not as heavily algorithm-based. Right. Right. Um. First one is obviously get them to an email list. Right, right. Now, now, yeah, you can send out an email and only a percentage of them are going to open it. Sure. But that is also heavily due to, you know, things like how exciting is that subject line? That subject line is what compels somebody to open it. Once right. they've opened it, are you giving them compelling content to click on it? Right. But the point there is you will get, a greater percentage of people opening an email blast than you'll ever get from the algorithms on, on any of the social networks. Um, I will also stand up and say, listen, you've got to be getting out and using all of the features that are on bands in town right now, because it is, it's a change. What, what the artist has to do is change the frame of mind about bands in town. It's not just for tour dates anymore. It's not just right. where you go for tour dates. It's what it started as, and it does a great job at that. But frankly, in my opinion, your bands in town profile 
is now unequal as a social network as all the others out there. Mm-hmm. Now, that isn't necessarily the case because the fans can't engage back to you quite as easily. Sure, yeah. they can go to bands in town and leave reviews, and yeah. you should be pushing your fans to go there to leave reviews. Um, but you can engage with your fans, and every fan that is following you can be engaged with in the sense that you can speak to them. Right. And yeah, it's and, it, and, it, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I was, I was just going to say, so you've got to look at where you can reach out to fans on what platforms that are not nearly as restrictive as the Twitters, the Facebooks, the TikToks, where those are all built on, you got to play the game. You got to tweak it this way. Christ, next week they change their algorithm and now they're de-emphasizing everything you put into for the last year. You're never going to win. You can never stay ahead of those. You need to move those people every week to these other platforms. I love, I love bands in town. I love YouTube community. Mm-hmm. YouTube community is another one of these sleeper social networks that so many people ignore. I don't know, frankly, what sort of algorithm is playing there or anything like that, but it is tied into if you subscribe to the that channel, you're going to get notified of a post to that channel's right. community page. So right. get more subscribers. Not only does right. more subscribers help you in in video views, but now it helps you in the community tab, which honestly, the community tab is is a full-blown social network. It's right. you make a post, they leave comments, it's it's back and forth. Sure. So you've got to seek out these little pockets of oasises out there, right. basically right. what they are. You can do much more with them, but that means Every week, and and you know when I start with a new client, I create a series of of graphic memes that are nothing more than, hey, make sure you follow us on Bands in Town so you don't miss any show announcements or any updates. Right. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you join our email list. You know, there's I don't know six to eight of these I'll create for them, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, rotate through these, posting one a week, every week, and just keep going. And when you run through the eight, just go back and start again, post that first one, because you've got to keep reminding your fans, your followers to go to these other places. You know, was it, is there, there's some marketing saying you got to, you got to tell people seven times before right. they, they actually will do something about it. So don't think you post a meme once to say, I've got a YouTube channel and you're done. No, right. you got to post it remind them and remind them and remind them. Plus you got to do that because you're playing with their damn algorithms out there. Right. And you don't know who out of your 400,000 followers are actually going to see it. The vast majority never saw it the first time you post it. So post right. it again and post it right. again and post it right. again. Right. Yeah. I think you're right. I, I mean, you're, and I don't think you're right. I know you're right. And I, you know, as you say, YouTube community is great. And it's a community, but only if you make it a community. Otherwise, it's just yep. a comment section, you know. 
and uh, and it can be more than that if you go if you're posting regularly if you're going in and you know answering a replying or whatever not everything not every comment but just interjecting yourself i mean it's it's a great thing to watch you know any kind of artist community where the fans are going are doing most of the work for you and then all of a sudden the dro- the artist drops in with not just tickets are on sale but some you know, piece of information or some fun fact yep. or a, a thank you. I mean, I always say that my artists, you know, the thank you is the most underrated thing in all marketing. It's in my the opinion. easiest you know? thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot of work, thought or effort, yeah. but it is the it is the thing the fans will appreciate absolutely the most that if yeah. you as the artist stop in and just reply to their comment saying thank you. And yeah. sometimes, you know, all you got to do is just do a thumbs up, just do yeah, a heart. Yeah, exactly. Get, you know, yeah, yeah. that's kind of the same result. They're going to get right. notified right. that their favorite artist did it. You right. know, the, the the other thing I would add to like YouTube community and, and, and bands in town is people need to also realize those are not just for conveying information that in the YouTube case are videos mm-hmm. or in the bands in town case are show dates. Mm-hmm. You, in both of those instances, obviously can post updates on videos and new shows, but you could post new merchandise, you can post new albums, you can post anything you want in those yeah. communication channels they provide you with. And most people keep themselves very narrow-minded going, well, I'm on YouTube, therefore I can only post about videos. Well, frankly, there is no rule that says that. Bands in town, there's no rule that says to message my followers on Bands in town, I can only message them a tour date. No, you can message them a new video has been released and drive them over to YouTube. You can message, here's the thing I do you can go to Bands in town, message all those people to go follow you on YouTube, to go follow you on TikTok, to go follow you on your email list as well. So you've got to you the artists have to kind of open up your mind and go wait a second there's no restrictions on some of these i can post whatever i want and drive you wherever i want it's funny I, the first time and this was a couple of years ago that i thought that i and and this is me you know this is not bands in town but this is me personally that i thought oh we should artists should be doing more than tour dates is i realized that pardon me, some deceased artists, their their teams were posting on Bands in Town. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why is Billie Holiday, and, and, and now why Billie Holiday has followers on Bands in Town? I'm not sure, but she does. You know, tens of thousands of her, B.B. King or, you know, et cetera. Because they were selling merch. They were talking about a new film release. They were talking about whatever was going on in that artist. And this was a way to reach those fans. And it's brilliant. And now, of course, a lot of artists do it. And in fact, there are playbooks if you go on Bands and Town for Artists to tell you how to do a new release campaign, et cetera. One more, two more things, actually. One one related to that is I can tell you that, you know, Bands and Town has a artist relations team, if you will, and they're working with some tours, et cetera. One of the biggest things that works for them time after time to grow the lists or to get more activity is a contest. And it doesn't, the, the best contacts are something that's not available anywhere else, like, um, I don't know, backstage with a band or something, something that's not being sold as a VIP. Um, right. And, and, but those, I mean, for the, for a hundred or $200 prize, if you will, you know, you get 
six to 10 to 12 X of that you would in terms of responses otherwise. So I'm sure that's true on, on other platforms as well, but, but I would, I, I think contests are really under underrated. The other thing that I see working, you know, is text messaging or SMS. And of course it costs money and not every fan wants that, but, you know, I like, again, sorry to be Bansatown, but on the new Bansatown widget, when we collect the email addresses, which you can, take with you if you want uh you know you can take off the platform or use bands and towns free you can also turn on to ask for their and not have hands whatsoever to do you know text messaging now i'd strongly recommend everybody turn that on because in you know a year you may find that, that you want to be doing that or you have to be doing that so yeah. um, the, just some just some things contest and sms were two things that that i've seen that i think are worth paying attention to i i have also had good success with um gathering emails at shows yeah um now of course you can do the old-fashioned way of just put a piece of paper out there and ask people to write it down or you could have an ipad there but um we had this company on the podcast, I don't know, a year ago, uh, set.live. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, and they have a, an incredibly simple, but brilliant and easy to run program to gather email addresses yeah. on the road. And it's based around a contest. Yeah. Um, and I did this for wasp and I'm doing this right now for fog hat. Um, you know, Hey, we're going to give away an autographed guitar at the end of the tour. All you got to do is go back to the merch, merch stand and scan the QR code we've got there. That's it. Scan right. that QR code and it enters you into this contest. Super easy for the fan. But as the artist, what you're getting now is through set.live's back end, I can go in there and go, okay, last night's show, how many entries did we get? And now I'm building an email list based on it's got their names it's got their phone number it's got their email mm -hmm. address it's got what city they were in and what show they were going to right so now you know if you if you keep going back to these markets you can keep building up and communicating to people in these markets you know you know you could gather you could gather 50 email addresses at a single show by just putting this QR code out on the stand yep. and asking your fans to scan the QR code. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. And, and I think it's very cool you're working with Flaghead. That, that was the first national band I ever booked. Roger, Roger uh, Earl from Flaghead and and Linda, they they came. It's a long, hilarious story, but but they, they're, they're, they're the they're, reason they're so I became great. a national yeah. They're wonderful people. But, I you know, I, my other tip on... Um, uh, and I think set live is, is brilliant it is literally to give a ticket or a pair of tickets to a fan and in exchange, they, you give them a clipboard and before the show or between the sets or whatever, they go out into the audience, collect email addresses. And I, I've seen that done. I, I saw it done years ago with a band called Sound Tribe Sector 9, um, who's, <laughs> who's honestly wives or girlfriends traveled on the road with them. And that was part of their gig was to go out. And I thought this is just fabulous because somebody's coming out who's represents the band into the audience and you know and asking you for their email address you say yes all the time so it's mm -hmm. but yeah that just going back to that thing we were talking about nfts and and you know not knowing who the person is at the show because you bought the ticket for 
four people, you can get four email addresses instead of just one. It's 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 really brilliant. Yeah, I mean, you. you know, those and and those are examples of it's great technology, but the end user doesn't give a crap what the technology is. It's right. just it works. It's fast. You know, I don't have to pull out a pen, write my email address down. Yeah. You as the artist, I can't tell you how many times I used to like, I can't read half these email addresses that yeah. people printed on a piece of paper. True. It's just scan a QR. You know, everybody's got a smartphone. All smartphones scan QR codes. Scan it. Entry. Done. You know, yeah, you've got, a... got to look at easy to use technology yeah. like that. There's also, uh, and I'm going to, there's, if you'll have to Google this, because there's four or five services that do it. But basically... I think, I think it's like 70 bucks a month or something. So I have bands that only do this in the summer. They pay for a, a text to email service. So from the stage, they'll say, if you want to, if you want to join our email list, text your email address to 5575 or whatever the numbers that they have. Once the fan does that, um, it dumps it into an Excel and then you can upload it to MailChimp or whoever your email program is. And I have, uh, some younger bands who, you know, they don't want to pay the 70 bucks a month and it wouldn't necessarily work in a club. But if you're on a festival stage or a big opening act and you're playing in front of, you know, 5,000, 10,000 people and you can grab a couple email addresses, it was absolutely worth it. Or a couple, even a couple oh, yeah. hundred email addresses. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you you know, if you can if you can finish a, you know, six week tour with picking up 500,000 yeah. new, new email yeah. addresses, I mean, those are valuable because those are very targeted email addresses. They right. are your fans. They went to your show. This right. isn't like somebody who's got a casual interest and you've got to convert them. No, right. the, these are your real fans. You're just gathering them together so you can start communicating to them. So And gathering them in such a way that you can communicate with them. It's not just a thumbs up on Facebook or something. You know, this really is, it's the difference is huge. Well, so thank and, you and, for that. And, and what I would also, I would wrap that all up with is once you gather these email addresses, you actually have to use them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, Bruce, you've yeah. probably seen more artists <laughs> that gather email lists than and then never yeah. use them. It's like you went through all this work, possible expense to yeah. gather all these email addresses, and then you never do it. You know, I'm I'm preparing emails, you know, sometimes, well, definitely on a monthly basis. Sometimes yes. It could be every two weeks. It could be every week, depending on right. how much activity is going on. You got new merchandise, do an email blast. You got right. a new bunch of new tour dates, do an email blast. You've got a new single, a new video, do an email blast. You know, it's, you've got to use this stuff once you create it and put it into motion. And sadly, a lot of artists don't. Yep. And and it's a lot less work than trying to create three pieces of content a week for Patreon. So it's you know it it it, 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 it is it is and you know and you're going to get greater responses from right. these these various channels as opposed to you know I I deal with artists clients all the time they're like Mike what happened all of a sudden my Instagram just went dead and I'm like yeah I think there's word that Instagram is changing their algorithm. Right. Not that we're going to know what it is, but we just know right. it's going to happen. Right. What does that mean? Well, it means everything you had been working on and 
formatting and hashtagging and whatever no longer works because now they're going in a different direction. Right. You know, when, when you can do an email blast, when you can do simple, straight messaging to followers, you avoid all of that algorithm crap, right. you know, and just, just to go back to YouTube, um, one of the reasons I things I, I like about YouTube is it is that ecosystem of YouTube, YouTube community, YouTube shorts, and how they all kind of feed off each other. So, yep. you know, it, maybe if you're really a quote unquote natural TikTok artist, you have to be there. But I say artists that aren't natural TikTok artists, but want to play with short form or understand that they need to play with short form, start doing it there because you've already got a following. You've already got, you know, these things all feed off of each other. So I think- 100%. You know, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I've, I've told some clients, I'm like, TikTok is not YouTube. It's not just right. another channel to post your music video. That's what right. YouTube is for. Right. TikTok is, is all about creative content that might involve your music, but that means it's right. more work. It's more thinking. It's more editing. Um, YouTube, you can just post videos, but you can also do shorts. Yeah. I right. mean, the YouTube, YouTube shorts is massive yeah. um, in, in engagement and views and everything else. And you're right. It's an ecosystem. It's all tied in together. I, I literally just saw a video today that YouTube is going to be releasing an app called YouTube create. Yeah. Um, that's in beta for Android right now and will be out for iOS next year for creating videos right. and editing yeah. videos. You know, it's not YouTube studio. It's not YouTube. It's, it's their creator app. And I'm just like, this is great. I mean, the YouTube ecosystem is, is robust and very strong. The apps that they've released are very powerful and very helpful. Um, easy to use too, generally. Easy to, easy yeah. to use. So yeah. yeah, you know, back to your original question of where do you go and how do you find your fans? You got to find these, these channels out there that aren't so locked into algorithms and, oh, you're going to have to pay us a monthly fee to increase your exposure. It's like, no, there, there's still a lot of, there's a lot of avenues out there. You just got to seek them out. You probably know what they are. You just didn't realize they were that useful. Awesome. Well, thanks. Because, yeah. you know, I, I, we both get this question all the time. And I have my own answer that wasn't that different than yours. But I, but I appreciate it. I really do. About, yeah, I about mean, how to build you, a phone. You know, yeah. I, I, I just I keep going back to I tell clients, it's like Bands in Town is not just tour dates. And YouTube is not just music videos. Right. That's There's right. so much more deep inside each of them i mean listen you know you, you mentioned it but and i've said it many times bands in town offers a full email system you can right you know why pay a monthly fee to mailchimp or anybody else start on bands in town build mm -hmm. it build it there it's free to use it's full featured it works yeah and they're creating they're making it better all the time and they're creating new stuff all the time and there's they really are dedicated more than any other company I know, and I'm sure there are others, don't get me wrong, but who are willing, really dedicated to helping artists and not charging them. And at some point, I'm sure there'll be something that they'll start charging artists for, but, you know, so far not. And so far, you know, it's been, it, it's, it's just amazing stuff. And I see people use it all the time. I, I, I would also add, you know, because we didn't mention it, but something like Bands in Town and Spotify both have Shopify 
store integration. Yeah. So you can yeah. sell your merchandise. And I just connected Fog Hats bands in town probably a week ago to their Shopify store. Mm-hmm. And and Linda, their manager yesterday was like, Mike, we just saw an order come in and it was flagged as sourced bands in town. And I'm like, right. that's awesome. That's right. awesome. Now right. somebody who was on bands in town, the Fog Hat profile page, which displayed right. tour merch, yeah. clicked something and bought it there. Yeah. 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 And there's also even if you don't have a Shopify page, other artists are part of the uh, the Amazon merch program. And we the just Amazon program. Yep. Right. It's a, a little bit different, but but we also just connect with that. And there's just they're constantly adding this stuff uh, to you know make it easier for artists to make more money. It's it's really what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, when you're driving your fans to go follow you on your on your bands in town page why not have that page list tour dates, merchandise, right. social right. networks. Yeah. It's got show reviews in there. Listen, yeah. I, I will use those show reviews as a content source. I'll go in there and screen cap the good reviews. Good for, I, you know, into, I admit I've never thought memes. of that. I, I turn I them into memes. For a living. That's amazing. Yeah. I've never even thought of that. I mean, I know that, the, that it's there, but I've never used it. That's brilliant. Well, good you know, you. because I, I look at it this way. As a fan, whose review is more important to me as a fan? Some media outlet that I've never heard of or a bunch of fans who are at the show? Yeah. I I will put my money behind the fans all the time. If the fan says this was a great show, they're speaking from their heart. Right. So I'm 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 screen capping those and you know, I'm posting memes to all the other social networks saying, hey, you know. Got a show tomorrow night. Check out this great review from so-and-so. Get your tickets over here. Right. Um, you know, those are the things you've got to you got to look at all. Again, you look at all these channels and go, what's going on that I can utilize across these channels? Right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, well it's, Bruce, it's- I was going to say it's it's always it's always great chatting with you. It's great picking your brain and 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 looking into that NFT, that NFT world that everybody thought was going to make us all rich, and oh didn't well, show up didn't show it's, up. It, it's like multi-level marketing. It sounds good, and and then the, yeah. the cards tumble. <laughs> I think I think that is the ultimate lesson with NFT is if it's too good to be true, it is too good to be true. Right. It's and not also, going to be true. And, and also, you don't need to jump in right away. You know, observe, pay yes, attention, observe, watch, watch what's your... going on. Right. Exactly. Un- under, you know, and this is what we said about NFTs. Understand the technology, understand what it could do. So you're familiar with what's going on, but don't bite into the I've got the quick get rich quick solution that's going to make right. every musician, you know, be able to survive selling NFTs. I mean, it just didn't materialize. Awesome. nowhere near it near yeah so Very true. um you know and bruce keep us updated uh, of course on on developments with bands in town because uh you know there's there's so much you guys are pretty active in, in rolling out new new features beta features um enhancing what's going on there um customer support is is really good there's, there's new stuff is that right now uh not that in any way it's going to be less about 
artists because it always will be about artists and it's artists who give us made us the largest database of of tour dates in the world but now we're understanding that we've got to help the venue sell more tickets because that helps the artist and that's what the focus is right now we've been working with neva the venue association but in the literally weeks to couple months you're going to hear some pretty cool stuff that we're doing with venues Street professionals listen to the music biz weekly podcast if you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience Get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.